Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. It's Jamie D and Big Newt. I'm Jamie D'Amico. He's Big Chris Newton. We come to you every Wednesday at noon talking all things Buffalo Bills. I got a feeling Big Newt's going to be coming in a little uh, hot this episode. How you feeling, big guy? Everybody's talking all this stuff about me. Why don't you just let me live? Tell me why. So um, that's shout out to that boy Riverfish. He loves when we do 80s and 90s rap. So <laughs> that's how I'm feeling about it right now, man. I mean, you and I got into a little verbal spat last week, and I'm just following it up this week, man. We'll see what what people think, man. I mean, once again, uh terrible loss and we're going to get into it and it all starts with the quarterback position and I play call it it pretty much does and we will be talking about the upcoming game against the Thursday night game against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers which has an opportunity to be a get right game but I think in order to define what it's going to take to get it right we have to define what it is that's going wrong and then we can figure out how to fix it what what how do you feel about that that's that sounds fair. We can All right, dive into it as much as we can. I mean, let let's do it. You said yeah. it started in a certain place. Tell me where that is. It starts with a uh, play calling, and I don't know. I know you know how you get down. You go and you watch the game, and then you know you hang out with your lovely wife. You do things. Well, you know, big dude, don't do anything. I'm just a you know minivan driving sports dad. So I watched the game, and then afterwards I cut my lawn to get all this frustration out uh, <laughs> while listening to the post game. And so I'm, I'm rizzing you right now. I'm getting on you a little bit because everybody to a man that called was like, man, fire the offensive coordinator. The play calling is horrendous. Um, and I'm going to talk about Josh Allen too. I mean, I feel like it's understandable in the defense not playing well, okay, we're missing our two-star D tackles. Mm-hmm. We're missing our all-pro linebacker. We're missing our corner, mm-hmm. right? We, we're we down to bare bones yeah. when it comes to defense. We need our all-pro quarterback to play like it. Mm-hmm. And this is all I was saying last week. This this is all I was saying, where our offense is, is getting worse. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I mean, last week we think, oh, it could have just been a one-off where really we should have lost to the Giants. We said that here on this show. Absolutely. Right? And so now we get another performance. Now it's like, okay, you want to talk about Tampa Bay? And I'm like, I can't even wrap my mind around. I mean, and don't get me wrong. You have ebbs and flows in, in the season. I get it, right? Everything isn't going to be perfect. But when you, at least with Buffalo Bills, we can always think we're going to beat the bad teams. And now we're struggling with the bad teams. Right. The play calling is predictable. It's horrendous. Everybody's on the old line. Oh, the old line. Well, when you cut on the same stupid plays, 
then they're going to pick up on it. It's not going to work. And so my thing is, out of the shotgun, we do a re-option where we always give it to our running back up the middle, which I can't understand for the life of me, okay? It's just so frustrating because now we not only we don't look like Super Bowl contenders, now we just look like the bubbling Buffalo Bills. The last three weeks, ever since the Miami game, and maybe that's one of those things where, once again, when we talk about, I don't want to say it, I always say it, you peak too soon, all right? When you're talking about love making, you peak too soon. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say it on here, but we know what we're talking about. Maybe that was the <laughs> Miami game. That's what it feels like. And so when you look at completion percentage, when you look at point, do you realize that we're number two at point differential in the NFL? That's unbelievable, isn't it? Yeah, well, that happened. See, that's how you could do numbers, right? That's how you can you skew numbers to your argument. We're number two at point differential. Well, yeah, we blew a couple scrubs out at the beginning. But now things usually level off. And I tell you, the last three weeks, things leveled off. And the sad thing about it is, we're four or three. We, we should be three or four. We're, yeah, we're Tyrod Taylor mistakes away from being three or four. That boy McCorkle looked better than our franchise quarterback this Sunday. That can't happen. That, so it, I know all the Josh Allen fans, you know, once again, when he plays well, I'm the first one to say it. But he has to be better along with this defense. And I'm not going to just put it all on him because the oldest also falls on uh, Kid Dorsey and Sean McDermott. This is something I didn't bring up last week after the Giants game because I didn't see the clip until late. I, we already recorded. All right. Brian Dable and Sean McDermott, when they met at uh, midfield for the handshake, it was cold. Yep. Right? And so then after that, you see him and you see But Josh Allen, they embrace, they walking and talking in the tunnel and everything. So you see the kinship amongst them. But Sean McDermott, I think it's something different. And I think that could be something said with this. Is that why Leslie Frazier left me? When that happened, I said that. I thought he was going to fire Leslie Frazier. So he told her to take a leave of absence. Now he's on NFL Network. Mm -hmm. All right. Maybe something like that could happen when we play Thursday. If this offense can't get out of a rut, maybe we make a change. And I'm not saying fire. I'm just saying somebody else do the play calling. I'm not ready to say that. All right. But maybe somebody else could take over a call and play similar to what McDermott did to Leslie Frazier. When I look at this and and the way the bills have played over the past 3 weeks to me it seems like there's a lot of blame to go around and i personally don't know where to start with it i know that people are always going to call for the offensive coordinator's head and then the head coach after that because we as fans for some reason will not blame our quarterbacks for anything do you remember all the ej manuel apologists that were always blaming the coaches for the fact that EJ Manuel was not a good quarterback. And they did the same thing with Trent Edwards. They did the same thing with Fitz and, you know, on and on and on. It was always someone else's fault. To me, when, when you look at the play calling, I don't think it was necessarily terrible. And here's why I say this. The Bills were about three plays away from winning that game. It just didn't come to fruition. That deep ball to Diggs. Yes. It, you know, if if that throws on the money, 
Bills win that game. If Dawson Knox catches the ball on fourth and two, and that was a tough catch. He got hit pretty hard, but you still, you're a big tight end. You got to be able to pull that ball in. Uh, you know, you were probably looking at a different game. And, you know, there's, there's plays like that that happen. At the same time, we're also seeing, you know, when I talk about blame to go around, every single run or every single play on second and four or less was a run. Okay. Yes. That's predictable. Josh Allen was missing open receivers. Yes. That, that's more blame to go around. The offensive line is struggling in the middle. There, uh, It looks like Connor McGovern isn't playing quite as well as he was. And we're actually seeing for the first time this year, Osiris Torrance in the last couple of games, is getting burned pretty bad by some of these players. Yes. Uh, which is something that we did not see uh, earlier in the year. We have Gabe Davis not getting open. And all of these things, and this was a focus on the offense, and, and it has to be right now because with the number of players that the Bills are missing on defense, the offense has to bail them out. Like that That's really the way it has to be. And if we can face it, the Bills were, they started off slow yet again for whatever reason that is, but they came out in the second half and they came out with rhythm and they moved the ball right downfield. All they needed was a stop in the last two minutes of the game. Yet Mac Jones marched his Patriots team down the field in under two minutes to score a touchdown. They gave up a huge 30 yard gain on a screen pass to uh, Ramondre Stevens. The offense has to bail them out. It's got to hold the ball a little bit longer than they, than they have. And they got to do that by establishing a rhythm Josh Allen's got to hit open receivers. Play calling's got to be a little bit less predictable, though I am going to blame Ken Dorsey less than I'm going to blame the execution of the players because I don't think the issue is that he's calling the wrong plays. I think if, if they stay on their blocks, if they catch the ball, if they throw accurate passes, this team stays on the field and they don't end up punting, you know, doing another three and out. Okay, you 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 said a lot there. My thing with yeah, the sure offensive did. line. No, I'm just trying to unpack everything where I want to start. And by the way, before you no. get into that, you sound so congested. How are your sinuses feeling? Uh, they're terrible. Oh, my wife just had the same thing, and my mom up in New York had it too. I'm sorry yeah. to hear it. Uh, yeah, my wife kids. was like, "Oh God, I blew my nose, and an oyster came out." Not an oyster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the kids been under the weather, and then as as usual, on point. You know, they get it, then I get it. So, yeah. luckily, my wife is out of town for business. So, because I don't like when my wife is sick, so I can handle it. You know, but uh, and once again to the listeners, Bill Mafia, I apologize. I sound like that, but I was like, no, we got to talk about this, dude. I'm not taking an off day, dude. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yes, I feel probably about as bad as I sound. So, oh, um, so start unpacking, with, buddy. I said a lot. Off- with the offensive line, right? And don't get me wrong, it was specific plays where Osiris got whooped, right? Mm-hmm. But it was a lot of times where guys were coming free, mm-hmm. all right? They, they were sending more than we could block. Or, and we know at this point, what uh, uh, our running back, Cook, 
we know that he's not an excellent blocker. He's not in there to block, mm-hmm. right? So my thing is this. We know from sim- simple football, we know from just playing tickle ball and bad. Well, I ain't going to say tickle ball. I'm being facetious. <laughs> but playing bad, right, if you blitz middle linebacker, you got to know where to go with the ball. You blitz yep. a guy from the outside, pre-snap read, okay? And I know if I can see it from my living room in Richmond, Virginia, I know Josh Allen should be able to see what guys are creeping up and then guys are rotating over the top. You have to know where to go with the ball. The ball mm-hmm. has to come out quickly. And if you don't believe me, just watch uh, the tape yesterday of Kansas City Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes had 350 yards in the first half. He knows where to go with the ball. Josh mm-hmm. Allen does not know where to go with the ball right now. All that his is- play, hold on. Yep. All his plays come from guys. And one thing I can say is he was masterful yesterday in losing the rush. He was a he was masterful. But the caveat with that is if you know where to go with the ball, you wouldn't be running like that all the time. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, no problem. Uh that has always been a problem with Josh Allen. And they they said it coming out of college, and he had he can get into a rhythm as a passer, but he's not a fast processor. His feet and his arm strength are what allow him to be the great quarterback that he is. But he is exactly. not someone who's going to see two guys creeping up to the line of scrimmage, know exactly which one is coming, and throw, as they say, you throw into the pass rush because it's leaving somebody open behind somebody those blitzers. Open behind. And, JBD, my thing is this. You've never played football, and you know that. <laughs> right. You right. know what I'm trying to say? And so that, and that's why I'm critical of, of, uh, of Ken Dorsey. That's why I'm critical because you got and that's all I was saying last week. Where I feel like Brian Dable, Brian Dable masked Josh Allen's insufficiencies. Yep. You know what I'm saying? He made him look better, and we're starting to see it. He made him look better than what he might really be. And 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 that just goes because the dude, the dude, nobody thought. As a top, that he was worthy of a top ten pick. Brian Dable turned him into that. Mm-hmm. That's all. That's all I'm saying. And so now, the further you get away from him, he's you got to. And I thought I, I was weary of when we got Ken Dorsey as an offensive coordinator. I know it was simply because uh, uh, Josh Allen wanted him. You know, I'm sure they, you know, for continuity stay, we don't want to bring somebody else. But the thing about that, the bad side of that is, are you getting the best guy available? You, mm-hmm. You're trading continuity for a guy who's going to learn on a job, who's never held that position, that seat. Now, once again, that might be your philosophy. Everybody got an opinion, right? Like earlobes and nostrils. Everybody got them. I right? love that you picked earlobes and nostrils. Yes. And not of, what people normally select. Exactly. Because I got kids listening, but I try not to be, you know, prude. Hmm. Right? But go out and get the best. Like, if you lose Leslie Frazier, go out and get somebody that's better than Leslie Frazier. If you lose Brian Dable, get somebody who's better than him. Right? So then you don't. You won't. You 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 decide to go with continuity. And guys learn on the job. And you're already a coach that we, I mean, we question his play calling all the, I mean, not play calling, but his coaching acumen too. 
So I I, I kind of think I I dig deep and watch the game and what I'm watching. And I tried my best to take emotion out of it. And you mentioned it in the text last night. I, I do. I remember 10 years ago where I was very emotional, right? I wasn't just – because when you're losing so much, when you lose so much, it's like you know you're not improving. You know – so it's kind of like, okay, I want to see something different. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so that I'm not at this point quite yet. Maybe we can get better and salvage this. but. We're struggling with sad teams. And it's like, why? And then uh, uh, McDermott says, well, you know, we got to ask you, well, of course you do. But why are you struggling with teams that are way worse than you? Why is that? Why Why is New England, for their homecoming, it was essentially homecoming yesterday. They had Seymour, Richard Seymour, and uh Drop Vrabel and all them there, put mm-hmm. them in the ring of honor, all this stuff. We were their homecoming. And to put it on top of Terry on top of it, it was uh your boys 300 win. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It was homecoming for them. They have one win. We should have suffocated them, but we're struggling. For what reason? Because of offensive and Excuse me, Josh Allen, his arm could still be hurt because a lot of his passes were off target. They were high. Yes, that so, is worth noting, right? Yeah, so maybe it is his shoulder. He just trying to – because he can't tell you – he can't come out and tell you that in public that, oh, my shoulder probably I got to get shots or whatever. But he was – he's inaccurate. He's throwing – balls are sailing on him, you know? Yeah. So with all those things, I mean – I. You want to talk about the Tampa Bay game. I mean, I don't – Tampa Bay is just like us right now. I don't know what happened, to be honest with you. I just got a text saying Dawson Knox had wrist surgery. He's out indefinitely. Yeah. Did you hear that or no? I, I just, just saw it. Okay. I, so, we, we see what that – we're going with that. It's the Kincaid era. Yes, it is. It's the beginning uh, of the Kincaid era. Ready for it or not, here's another injury. Yeah, well, to be honest with you, I want to see more Kincaid anyway. So, once again, I'm sorry for Dawson Knox. I don't like people getting hurt, but I'm happy next man up. Dawson Kincaid was one of two bright spots for me on Sunday. Yeah. Eight catches, 70-some yards, something like that. Caught all eight balls. I love the way... He catches the ball over the middle, and he immediately turns and gets upfield. He actually positions it. his feet to start running, but his eyes are still on the ball. It's it's pretty yes. great. It's uncanny. It's and it's so hard to do. It's so hard to do, and I I I love him. So once again, I'm sorry about Dawson Knox. Uh, I wish him well, but yeah, I want to see more. And if this is blocking the reason why he ain't playing, oh well, put Morris in the block. Throwing the yeah. fullback to block. I don't. This dude is a receiving weapon that we must utilize. Absolutely, I, I couldn't agree with you more. Um, so, amongst the things that I'm looking at here and considering is, like I said, I don't think Ken Dorsey's play calling is a problem, but we may have a problem on our hands with how Josh Allen is being coached. And here's what I'm thinking. Oh, okay. To me, it appears that he is trying to appease 
He's trying to appease his coaches by staying in the pocket. Now, I don't like Sugar High Josh. Don't like him at all. Neither of us do. Right. It's it's a bad look. However, he seems to have been neutered. And there's got to be a happy medium between the guy who's running around out of control and the guy who actually seems a little bit timid. Timid to go downfield, timid to run for it when the situation warrants it. You know, I want him to make good decisions on when to run, but it seems like he is trying to actively avoid doing that. And I think there's only so many times your head coach can say in the media that Josh has got to be smarter with the ball in his hands before Josh starts saying, well, he doesn't want me to go. He doesn't want me to take off. He doesn't want me to take chances. Now, when Josh Allen was after five weeks leading the NFL in, in completion percentage, I thought that was wonderful. He's taken what the defense is giving him. Unfortunately, I think what we're seeing is the quarterback that I've wanted him to be isn't going to work. I want him to be more of a Joe Burrow type who makes the right read, gets the ball out of his hands fast, you know, takes chances when he needs to. This just might be the kind of player that he is where he needs to play some some street lot or some sandlot football and do the weird things. Now, at the same time, part of this lull may be that they're forcing him to do that, and the message to the rest of the team is, you guys have to step up. This team cannot be, hey, Josh Allen, go do something amazing out there, and we'll just we'll stand there and watch and maybe block for him in the meantime. So, again, I, I'm saying this has to meet somewhere in the middle in order for this team to be successful. I totally agree with you, 1,000%. Cool. Both of us said, once again, we don't like Bill's Mafia hate when Sugar High Josh comes out, right? Yep. I never had a problem with him being a part of the renegade, but he has to be smart about it. Mm -hmm. I just don't like him. Give me last year, two years ago, Josh Allen, minus jumping over people and trying to run over linebackers. Yep. So I'm not. It's almost like a kid, you know what I'm saying? You tell them, "Hey, you know, you need to not do this so much," and then they just go totally the other direction in spite of you. You know what right. I'm saying? And so now it's like, okay, well, y'all don't want me. You said you didn't want me to run, so I'm just never gonna run. No, I never said that. I just want you to be smart when you run it. Get down, slide like you were doing the first couple. Get weeks. out of bounds. Get out of bounds. You were doing that the first week, and we committed. See, because I got to keep reminding our listeners, we committed Josh Allen about that improvement. I mm-hmm. remember. Go listen to the tape. But you have to be, the way this team is built, you have to be part of the running game. You have to be. We're not saying don't run. Just be smart about it. Don't jump over linebackers and get down. Right. And the Bills need something more than a roughing the passer being right. their best offensive play, which it has been the past couple of weeks. Right. <laughs> it has been. Yeah. It has and, been. And, I, and every time, and I know this is going to be probably, every time he got one, I'm like, good. Maybe they'll shake the cobwebs out and he can get going. Mm-hmm. But it looks like the scramble drill is really their best play. It's when Josh leaves the pocket and his receivers start running around 
that they come open and Josh is comfortable in seeing them and throwing it. Because again, Gabe Davis, the more I watch him, the more I think he just is a poor route runner. Right. Yeah. Especially, I mean, especially when you got Stefan Diggs, who is wonderful in route running. Oh, he's lethal. You know, he got swivel hips. The way, and that's the thing for you, you know, you know how you like your little things for the draft, mm-hmm. you know, heavy on the bottom, swivel hips, all that stuff. You like that stuff. <laughs> yeah. So when you compare him to like Stephon Diggs, yeah, you know, but once again, Gabe Davis, we, we need to go out and get, I mean, we're only seven games in, week seven. Should we have gotten somebody better now that, that goes to Brandon B. Which you got, and then my thing is this: right now the trade deadline is what coming up, right? Yeah, it's, it's on Halloween. Halloween, so it's Tuesday. I would like to see us do something. I don't know what the hell we can do, but we need to do something, and that is going to lead to one of my next points I wanted to bring up today. Mm-hmm. I just got a text saying that Kevin Beard is going from the Titans to the Eagles. Who? Kevin. Um, what's his name? Beard. Byard? Byard. I'm sorry, Kevin Byard. Going to the Eagles? Eagles. Yes, from the Titans. And so I got a bunch of friends as Eagles fans. And they was like, man, all we need is a nickel quarter. We need another safety. And they went out and addressed it, right? So we have injuries, right? We need another receiver. We all see that. I would love for them to go out and address issues. Because now the Eagles, to me, it just makes it look like, man, the Eagles are good, but we try to get better. Right. Like, that's what that signals to me. And if we just stand pat, I, you're just hoping that we get better. And, and could we get better? Yes. We can get better, right? We can improve. We can get coached up and make better plays and execute. But are you going all in? Because we're in this window, right? So we, we said that this is our Super Bowl window. So are we going to do anything or are we going to stand back? We good. So that's basically saying, okay, if we do lose to Tampa Bay and we don't make any chances, you say, oh, we good. Oh, okay, we good then. We're, we're good. All right, great. Well, I, that leads to a philosophical right. question, and I'm glad you brought it up because it begs the question, with the number of injuries that this team has, if you're self-scouting, is this team good enough? To give up future assets. Is this team, even if you make a couple of trades, you know, with your salary cap situation, you're not going to be able to take on, you know, big reputation guys. Or if you are, they have to be on their first contract, which is manageable, which means you have to give up way more assets. So with can you trade for enough players? that are going to put you back to where you were at the beginning of the season, which could put you in Super Bowl contention? We probably can't. All right. And I, let's be realistic. I'm with you on that, but do something. I don't mind, Jamie, if I would have known you in high school and you get picked on, right, and you go against a dude that's a back on the football team because his girl likes you, and then he's like, what? No. And so he faces you in the hallway. All right, you're going to get your butt kicked. Oh, yeah, I'm out of there, man. But do something. Do something. Kick the dude in the knee. 
you know, pinch him, do something. Bite him on so, the chin. Yeah. Do something. So that's all I'm saying. Do something. Because if you do nothing, in congruent, if you do nothing, you're saying, hey, we good. Hey, new JBD, we're, we're good. Don't worry about it. Are we good? Are we? Okay, we good. Okay. Well. Well, we're good. Then we're in trouble. Let me let me throw another scenario at you. Do you, if your self-scouting says this team is not good enough to make the Super Bowl, do you trade away assets? You you look at the players with the expiring contracts like AJ Vanessa having a good season. Yes. Somebody offers you a mid-round pick for him for the final, you know, eight, nine games of the season. Do you take that? No, I want somebody that's going to help me. Is that is that emotionally driven or do you think that's... I'm being emotional. I I just don't... So you're going to just... My point, I understand what you're saying. You're like, Newt, you tripping. No, you know? I, I, I'm not. But, I'm just being no, the devil's no, I, advocate. I, I'm Right. Right, you play devil's advocate and listen, like, come on, dude. But my thing is, the other side of the court is you just go stay at pack. Do we need to get him more weapons? All right, so, all right, so if we do nothing, let's just say we go out there and we lose as we get. Or we lose Thursday night. I thank God we're playing Thursday night. I don't <laughs> think I can wait to Sunday, so I think, or Monday night, so I thank God we're playing Thursday after that loss. Yeah. All right. We struggle with the Giants. We lose to a one-win Patriots team. And I know that's burning everybody's butt. See, I, I actually, it was therapeutic hearing all the calls. Because I know all everybody hate the Patriots. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So now it's like, okay, what are we seeing? We're seeing a struggle with the Giants who were, who were garbage, okay? They're trash. We lose to a trash Patriots team. Now we got we come up on a, a Buccaneers team who's pretty much like us. They're they're I mean they're pretty much us, right? Hmm. So, what do you if you do nothing? If we lose this game and you do nothing, what do you think is going to happen with the way we're looking at this point? If we play, we play, we beat Miami three weeks ago. Do you think we would beat Miami next week if we played them? Not a chance. Okay. And and with the way we're looking right now, we won't beat too many teams. Like, you wouldn't bet on us to win too many games. No, so, I don't think I would. So, my thing is do something. I don't know. I mean, once again, I'm not a capologist. I don't know the money situation. But do something. Does he need another receiver? Is Davis not good enough? Do we need a number two? I mean, my thing is... Shakur came in, had a couple catches. Let me look at the stats. Shakur came in, had a couple catches, I believe. Let me look it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dalton Kincaid, 8 for 75, Diggs, Cook. Shakur, four catches, 35 yards. Uh, Murray, Knox. Hardy had one catch for 10 yards. Was that Hardy that had that caught the uh, pass in the flat and shook two people? Yeah. Was that Hardy or Sherfield? I think that was Hardy. I think that was Hardy. Do you remember what I'm talking about? He caught it in the flag, and then he shook two dudes, and then he came right out the game. Yeah. And I'm like, we need more of that. That was a great play. And mm-hmm. please excuse me. I, I, it was either him or Sherfield, right? And then our number two, 
Gabe Davis had one catch for six six yards. Mm-hmm. Can we not find anybody who could give us more than that? But once again, I'm only I'm only giving you suggestions because in my in my mind, if I was offensive coordinator, I could get those guys the ball. You would I think. think we have talent. I think we have talent. We have speed. It's just we're not we're not getting the playmakers the ball in their hands in space. Uh, some of that is we go bunch formation way too much. I didn't understand that. Where your receivers are lined up close to your tight ends and your line. Mm-hmm. I don't understand that. Why we don't spread it out more? If we spread it out more, it give us more running lanes because you like to run up the middle. So I that's just I don't know. Once again, yeah, I know. Big dude just sit at home and eat pizza rolls. I get it. He don't know nothing. Why do you question <laughs> these guys? But that I don't understand that. We go bunch formation the whole game. So that condenses your field. Everybody's in the middle. You try to run up the middle. Spread everybody out. Go three, four wide and use the whole field. And spread things out. And that'll probably help Josh Allen see things more. But mm-hmm. I get it. That was a game plan. Maybe, maybe they watch film every day. I don't. Maybe they saw something on field that, you know, made them do that. I don't know. But I didn't I didn't see why you would do that, but I just eat pizza rolls. What do I know? <laughs> I'm so frustrated. I actually got to an argument with one of my good friends yesterday. A girl too. Told her to shut the hell up. Whoa. Oh, That's God. not a character. I apologize. I apologize, but I was so bad. Oh, was you, we were talking about because you know when you lose, you get so many texts, and I got a bunch of buttholes as friends, and I was just <laughs> like, dude, you're from Chicago, the Bears stink. Shut up. <laughs> oh yeah, I admit it, man. I tell you, man, I was wrong. I apologize, but yeah, I because when you lose, especially to a bad team, man, like. I I don't think we're going to win a Super Bowl, dude. First of all, we just got too many injuries, right? But just be, just give me C level. Just don't do nothing embarrassing, you know. Mm-hmm. Just come on, man. Be, win the games you're supposed to win, bro. Like oh, it's just so frustrating. Yeah. Anyway, I know I went on a tangent. But... I I dude, I love it. So good. You be yeah. you. Yeah, man, so. But uh, did you see also Dotson got a lot of uh, plays. They wind up taking Dorian Williams out the second half. I guess they didn't like what he was doing. So yeah, Dotson there were in. a couple of plays where Dorian Williams was caught completely out of position, and it led to a couple of big gains, and that that was it for him. McDermott has a quick hook when it comes to rookies and oh he hooked him he hooked him good now I don't think it got much better with Dodson in there right it certainly didn't it certainly did Uh, but it's it is something it is something to note right yeah something to keep your eye on Okay. We just did tackle well. If I was a coach, I'd make them do lie. I'd be scrimmaging all this week. I know we can't afford to do that because if anybody gets hurt, we might have to cancel the season. But <laughs> our open field t- – but once again, we're playing guys who normally wouldn't play. But, God, dog, you got to get the guy down, man. 
Uh, right. And the Bills have been a, a terrible tackling team for really McDermott's entire tenure. And I'm not sure what to blame that on. We lost the McCorkle dog. McCorkle. I know, buddy. We lost the McCorkle. But, hey, we got a game Thursday. Maybe we can get off the schneid. Like I said, you look at Tampa Bay team, they're in a bad division, and they're middle of the road, and we got them at home. So, hopefully, you know, Ken Dorsey can scheme something up and, you know, we can get something going, man. Just don't don't be embarrassing on national TV, man. Please. Please, sweet baby Jesus, just, just. <sighs> I I hope the Buffalo Bills understand what they're doing to you right now, because I I don't think I don't think they know. They got me acting all out of character, going off and stuff. I don't want to do that. That's not you, man. I don't want to be that guy. But like I said, it was therapeutic hearing everybody else call in, and I'm like, I feel like I'm not alone. <laughs> you know so it's just once again I mean you and I pretty much knew that we were going to get 10, 11, 12 wins we get it but just don't lose to the sad team now if we beat Tampa Bay you beat Cincinnati hey you know, hey, every, you know. well but you I know since Sean McDermott has been with the Bills they have a tendency to have midseason lulls where coming off of a big win they'll go two and two or they'll go two and three and then they get it going again. Is this a team that can do that? And we could. And, and I think it's entirely possible because this is a team where the offense can all of a sudden start clicking. Right. And the offense starts clicking and bam, next thing you know, you're outscoring everyone. And yeah. and they become fun to watch again. That's my biggest issue with the past three weeks is they have been so boring and frustrating to watch. Yeah. Can't move the ball at all. Three and outs. Nah. Give me a couple of first downs before you give it away. You know? Right. Well, and that, <laughs> give me a couple of first downs before you give it away. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought about it. Oh, I'm dancing. I was like, oh, take me out on a couple of dates before you give it away. That's how I feel you were saying. Like, um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I'm a married man, dude. Give me some, you know, I need some fun. Um, no, I, I get what you're saying. And once again, us having these slow starts, we, we can agree that since London, right, mm-hmm. we've had slow starts, mm-hmm. right? That's That's coaching. And I think, and I think uh, McDermott alluded to that in his post game. Like we got to get them ready to go right off the top. Mm-hmm. So that's coaching. You got to be ready to play. So you know it, they can say it's execution. That's fine, but you got to be prepared and ready. So what are they going to have to do to get it right in Tampa or against Tampa? Sorry, oh, man. I don't know. Right now, I feel just so defeated. Uh, but I, I would have said the same thing against New England. Like, okay, this is a game to get on track. You know, the New England game, they were without Judon and the other dude, like, 
their best pass rush, and they still got in our face. Yeah. You know, so, and, and you would have thought that, okay, well, we'll get on track at the Jacksonville. We'll get on track against the Giants. They're depleted, but we couldn't. So right. anything I say, I see on tape right now with Tampa Bay would just be words. We should have got on track the last two weeks. Now, one thing I can say is because the Bills Mafia is going to be Thursday night football. The world will be watching. Maybe they're going to feed off of it, the crowd. Um, maybe if it's a little chilly, maybe I don't know. Here's what I'm going to prescribe. I want to see them go no huddle offense out of the gate. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I want to see them move fast. Move fast. Make your blocks. Josh, hopefully his shoulder is where it needs to be and he can hit his receivers. Move fast. Keep keep the other team off balance. Is right. it run? Is it pass? Is it inside? Is it out? Is Josh keeping it or is he throwing it? What's going on here? Right. Get get more motion going on. Little eye candy, they like to call it. Ah, I like that little eye candy. I like yeah. I, I'm thinking they could set a great pace by going out there playing fast. I agree. Because it, it, even on Sunday, with seven minutes to go, we went fast pace and it worked. So yep. let's keep going with that. I totally agree with that. That's what I want to see. And to me... You know, again, the Bills are going to have to outscore their opponent. They, they're they not going to be able to rely on this defense, especially if Ed Oliver is not back. But, you know, that this team is going to get beat up by big running backs, and that's exactly what Tampa has. Get out and start scoring and make Tampa match you. Do you think Ed Oliver is going to play this week? I don't know. I think he's going to play. I hope so. And if he does play, I think that because people will like, oh, that, uh, you know, McDermott can't say that because, I mean, the situation, you can make your situation worse by playing on us and giving us a rest, but is it some of, well, we don't need you this game mm-hmm. and we want you to be ready for Thursday? We'll find out if he plays. I I feel like he's going to play because we need him. Yeah, I think so. And I I wonder, same as you, um, I, I I wonder if that, if this game was coming up on Sunday, if they would have pushed Oliver to get on the field. If it was Sunday instead of Thursday? If, yeah, if, if this next game was, wasn't going to be such a quick turnaround, I, I right. wonder if he would have been okay to get on the field. Right. Because if he, if he could play this, if he could play Thursday, then he'll have extra days to get ready for the next one. So, uh-huh. if he could just get through it, so. But, well, what do you think? What's your prediction? I've been predicting the Bills to win all along, so I'm going to predict them to lose this game, and hopefully, they could pull out a win. <laughs> so you're pulling a Jared. You you go. Ah, we suck. We suck. Hopefully, it's like you know reverse psychology. Uh, yeah, we <laughs> <laughs> used to do that. So funny. Uh, Lester's ridiculous. leader of the Bills backers. We suck. We suck. And then we, all, we just know how Jared was. But other people on the outside, they used to hate his guts, man. I remember plenty of times people want to whoop his butt. <laughs> get drunk. We suck. We, yeah, we're going to lose all this stuff. So. 
reverse psychology. Um, I, I'm, we're seven, almost eight point favorites. We're at home. I just, I, the thing, I just don't know how Josh Allen's arm is, his shoulder. But I'm going to still say win. I'm going to still say win. And it's funny because I'm thinking during the game, why Why am I getting upset when I feel like we we picked New England to win this game in the, in the preseason? We said we were split with all our division. That's yeah, true. We did say that. On the road. So, you know, it's like I, I find solace in that, that like right now we're in it and it's like we're emotional. But when we were level-headed and thinking clearly, we said we were going to lose this game. Both of us picked this as a loss. We did. Oracle. It's just, you know, the, the issue is how it went down. Yeah. You know, if, if the Bills played a good game, but the Patriots played just a little bit better, it would have been like, well, all right. And And even still, the Bills were very close to winning this game. I still don't think it'd been all right. You know why? Because they were a one-win team. Nah. I think I think that only works if we would have went down to the wire with Miami, right? So we blew Miami out. But let's say if we would have lost to Miami narrowly, then you can live with that. But your psychic, and I'm acting like I'm a doctor or a psychologist or something, but you in your mind, you you look at a record and you're like they're scrubby. Right. Mm-hmm. So there's no reason why we should lose to a scrub. And so pundits will say, well, this is the NFL, any given Sunday, anything can happen. Yeah, but we don't look at it like that. That's just the way it is. Yeah. When you get who's who, what's the records, it's like, okay, we should beat them. We should we said it a couple of weeks ago we beat Miami. This is the easy part of the schedule. So right now, can you even wrap your mind around us beating Cincinnati? Can you wrap your mind around us beating uh, Kansas City? No. You know? So, because we're in it, the way we're playing. Now, are we going to get better? I, I I pray we get better. I feel like Josh Allen's too good not to get better. Mm-hmm. And maybe he can heal up. But I look at, we watch the game not only for entertainment, but why is it happening? He was airing on throws way too much for me. And once again, it could be because of his shoulder. All right? He just got to tough through it. That's why you make $40 million or whatever. Um, He has to tough through it. But with the defense, with all the injuries, with the insufficiencies and play calling, like he got to pull, pull, he got to push a boulder up a mountain. And that's why we're struggling and losing to bad teams. Yeah. You know, so we need, we said it, we need him. He has to be great. He has to be MVP caliber for this team to win consistently. Mm-hmm. He has to be. And so it's just a shame because most of the time that means that he's putting himself in arm's way. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's what some people were calling in about like, oh, we need him to run. And it don't matter if he gets hurt and what he's going to be when he's 35. We need him to be that now. And, to tell you the truth, they're kind of right. Hmm. But just be smart with it. Once again, like we said 20 minutes ago, you have to be part of the running game. Just be smart when you run. So, so what, do you, what, what do you think is happening in this game? What do you think? 
I can see us losing, bro. But I, I, I'm, a, I'm praying we win. So it's emotional. So I just say the offense get on track and put up 30 points, man. 30 to 21, something like that. At home with the electricity, I'll just my prediction would be like 30 to 21. Bills win. All but right. I'm telling, you, I'm, I'm telling you right now, though, that's that's hope. That's just hope talking. That's just hope. And this medicine I'm taking, not a bunch of Dayquil that I'm yacked up on. So, <laughs> what do you you think? you sound like you don't feel well. <laughs> I feel like crap. I probably should have took off work, but I don't like taking off work. I don't like taking off work unless I just absolutely have to. So yeah. I like toughing it out. Like, yeah, you know, I'm a soldier. I don't miss practice. I don't miss work. See, that's me. That's always been my DNA. When I used in college and high school, I'd be hurt and I'd still be out there practicing, trying to do it. Like, I'd be out there running routes and limping. Like, I remember my senior year, I twist my ankle. I was still out there because I was scared somebody would take my spot. And I practiced all week, probably making it worse, and then I couldn't even give it a go game time. You know? But that's just me, man. Like, I had to be dead if I miss. You you are a toughie. I try to be. I try to leave my example with my children. You know, if they see you missing work and laying around, they oh, I don't feel like going to school. Nah, dude, no. No, sir. Come on. So I uh what do you what's your prediction? I I actually think the Bills are gonna win this, but I want to say that they're gonna lose. So you're teetering. I mean I need what? Either win or lose. What you got? Um I, I think they're gonna win. I, okay. I think I think they're just gonna find their rhythm and it's gonna work out. Let's hope so. Are you watching the game? Are you going to the bullpen? Yep. Oh. Supposed to be a warm day. Yeah, it's supposed to warm up. It's supposed to warm up. This morning was 30 degrees, man. Oh, my God. I had to find my hat, my jacket. You know. But it's supposed to get back up to 80 this weekend, so. Oh, cool. Let's wrap it up, baby. Hey, hey. Let's go, Buffalo.